Celebrating female role models across the community, live from Marta Christie College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Be Like Her Live on Live at Marta. from Marta Christie College in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Be Like Her on live at Marta. My name is Stephanie and my co-hosts today are Viv, Alicia and Ellie. And this is Julia Doig, the calisthenics coach. Could you explain to us what calisthenics is? Yeah, absolutely. So um, calisthenics is a dance and performance-based sport um, that is unique to Australia. Um, so calisthenics, um, yeah, is very much about... Um, performing as a team um, and really finding that sense of teamwork um, and social connection within your community with your teammates. Um, we learn all different uh, styles within calisthenics. Um, we do a number of different items, including solos, duos, trios, um, and yeah, pretty much then go on to either just do that recreationally or perform at competitions against um, other teams. And yeah, basically it's just a lot of fun. Um, a lot of people pretty much start the sport quite young and continue through until they're older, um, as I have done. Um, and then once they kind of retire from performing, then they often go on to coaching roles um, and other things like that. So they do stay in the sport for life, I would say, generally. <laughs> um, Julia, what got you into calisthenics and how long have you been doing it for? So I have been, oh, that's a good question. Um, I've been a calisthenics performer for, I want to say 24 years this year, I think, um, maybe 25, I don't know, off the top of my head. Um, I got into calisthenics from my family. So my mum did calisthenics growing up with her sisters um, and as I just explained, continued through for her whole life, um, had a bit of time off while she had uh, kids and then went back as a coach and as a mum. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of how I got started. <laughs> and how long have you been a coach for? I've been coaching since, um, well, I did start like helping in the classes when I was uh, probably about 15, um, just helping the younger kids and it was like an extra like fun thing to do uh, on the weekend, um, but started actually probably seriously coaching about, I think probably about eight years ago. Um, so yes, I do love coaching. I spend a lot of my time coaching on my weeknights, so it's a good thing that I love it. <laughs> What's your favourite thing to do, like, with calisthenics? Uh, probably being on stage as a performer is is pretty pretty second to none, I think. It's a pretty wonderful experience to um, have worked so hard to be able to master your routines and your corrections and your timing with all of your um, teammates and then to be able to put that on stage and get that feeling like we've done it is really, really special. Um, I was just wondering, do you have any other passions other than calisthenics? Um, yes. So, I mean, calisthenics definitely takes up probably like 95% of my time. Um, but outside of calisthenics, uh, I do dabble in makeup. <laughs> um, so I actually do work one day a week at Mecca, which is super fun. Um, so I'm heading there afterwards. <laughs> um, but you know, I do love makeup. It just kind of like helps tap into that more like hands-on creative side. Um, and it's just a nice break from calisthenics um, so that I have different people to socialise with and kind of talk to every now and then, which is really nice. <laughs> um, what has inspired you to be a calisthenics coach? Um, I think coaching 
I felt like it was just kind of like always in my blood as my, you know, my mum's a coach, my sister's a coach. So it was just kind of felt like natural to follow in their footsteps and, um, and kind of step into coaching as well. Um, I think one of my strengths within the sport is having a really good eye for detail, um, which obviously in a coaching role in a sport where you're trying to really unify everyone and make them look exactly the same, that is a really good skill to have. Um, so yeah, probably all of those things combined. (laughs) Um, what was one of your biggest, um, hurdles that you have overcome? Biggest hurdles. Um, look, COVID was obviously very challenging um, for everyone um, in a calisthenic sense. Um, you know, trying to do dance classes online is it's not the best. <laughs> um, but at our club, we did try and make the best of a bad situation and were able to kind of put together an online um, program, which actually was really, really fun. Um, and it wasn't just consisting of, you know, calisthenics classes, but, um, you know, like one of the parents of one of the young kids would come on and like do a cooking session and teach us all how to cook their like family, their favorite family dinner and random stuff like that. So I think just maintaining that connection within our calisthenics club um online and and maintaining that sense of community was really important um to be able to get through that um and our club um did manage to stay really strong and come out the other end um yeah swinging so (laughs) what has like how much of a family do you feel with like your teammates it's it's pretty much all family like we spend so much time together um and also the other thing that makes us family is that a lot of us have actually grown up together doing it so you know we've been teammates since we were six years old um and now as like you know 26 27 year olds we're still in the team together and that's like every week once a week for you know 20 years um it definitely creates a big sense of family um yeah as a female in calisthenics is it mainly Sorry, is it mainly male or female dominated? So calisthenics is definitely a female dominated sport. Um, Probably the percentage of males participating is very, very low to other sports. So there still are some. So we probably maybe have, I'd say maybe about 2% male. Um, And yeah, so definitely female dominated. Um, Yeah. Um, Have you had any idols? Definitely. I think we all have idols in the sport that we're trying to um, improve and grow and be our best in. Um, So my idols definitely consist of a lot of my coaches that I've had over my years, um, always striving to really impress them and want to do my best for them. Um, And yeah, just being able to put their vision on stage is, is a really important part for me. Um, so definitely being inspired by their concepts and creativity in terms of what they give us to do. Um, and definitely inspired in the coaching sense by all of the girls that I do coach in their solos. Um, they are, just so hardworking and as I said I try and put my coach's vision on stage they do the same for me and to be able to see an item or a performance come to life looking better than you could have ever imagined is so so special. If you're just turning tuning in you're listening to Be Like Her live on Live at Marta live from Marta Christie College in Melbourne Australia. My name is Stephanie and my co-hosts are Viv, Alicia Ali, and our special guest today is Julia Doch. 
Um, what was her? Sorry, what has your favorite dance or performance you've done so far been? Um, well, I think one that is definitely super memorable for me is um, a couple of years ago in 2019, our senior team, we did an item called The Birds, which is based on Alfred Hitchcock's um, really old film, The Birds. And um, I got to play this character that was kind of like that girl that's lost and all my other teammates teammates were dressed as birds they had feathers and like these big beaks and and the choreography was like really intense and they're like like trying to attack me and we had a trampoline like it was really really cool um and that was getting into character on stage and all of my teammates getting into character like when I looked at them and they're just like ah like it was so much fun um yeah I love that one so much (laughs) um how long does it take to get together like a choreography for like a special like time um it's a good question it depends so we could put something together very quickly um but generally the way of learning is that we learn you know five routines at once over six to eight weeks um until they're finished um but if we had to put together an item quite quickly we'd be able to do that probably within I'd say I'd say we could do it in six hours and it'll look pretty rough, <laughs> um, but with a bit more work on it, a couple more hours, it'd be okay to go on stage, um, but not probably to the standard that we want it to. Um, yeah. Um, when it comes to like shows and stuff, how crazy does it get backstage? Um, so, well, we don't really do shows unless it's like our, our club concert, but we at our competitions is mainly where we perform and go on stage, which at that time, um, you know, in – our section so we I go to Sarah's calisthenics and we compete in the Kelly Champ section in Victoria um so all of the teams in Kelly Champ are quite big so we've got uh 42 people in our senior team this year which is massive so imagine trying to fit 42 people into you know a room this size or or smaller (laughs) um and then times that by seven is the amount of people that we have backstage across the competition so it gets pretty hectic um especially when you know the teams are transitioning on and off stage and there's props and um there's just people everywhere but it's always such a fun vibe because it's so busy and like chaotic and it's just like so fun to be amongst it (laughs) um when it comes to your coaching what age group do you coach um so I coach solo and teams so my soloists range from um ages 19 through to uh, I think the oldest is 21, um, but in coaching teams, uh, the age group that I'm coaching at the moment is called juniors, so they're 11 to 13-year-olds. Um, they're a great age group to teach because they they just do want to impress you and they're learning so much, so their improvement from the start of the year to the end is always so amazing um, and it's really special to be part of that. Um, what do you enjoy about coaching? Uh, probably that, probably seeing the improvement of um, what, how you can help someone and seeing their growth, um, not only in their calisthenic skills, but in their confidence and, and that kind of thing and being able to get on stage and trust themselves and back themselves to be able to put their best on. Um, yeah, that's really special. And how many male students do you have? Do you have any or? 
So I personally don't teach any males, but um, back in 2015, a while back now, um, in the Calisthenics State Team, so the Victorian State Team, um, I was assisting in the subbies age group and we had um, a little boy who was so, so talented, Ashton Smith, um, and he was very well known because he was so clever. Um, yeah, he was just a little star. So um, he actually now attends the Victorian uh College of the Arts, uh, which is obviously a dance-based um, school. Uh, so I very much look forward to following Ashton's journey as he continues to grow older. Um, do you think you were born to do calisthenics or did you grow into it and have to improve and everything like that? Um, I definitely think I was born into it in the sense that um, like I'm very lucky to find something that I'm so passionate about. Um, you know, it's not every day that you can – go somewhere literally every day and be so excited to go there every day. Um, so I feel very special in that sense that I, I have found what I love. Um, but in terms of, you know, the skills and that kind of thing, um, you know, it wasn't always easy. I was not very flexible when I was younger and all those kinds of things. Um, but I think what I'm really proud of is being able to really see the benefit of when you put the effort in, you get it straight back. So, um, yeah, that's everything. And when you were younger, while well, like in your teenage years, was there any time where you thought you weren't going to continue calisthenics? Yes, there was. Um, when I was probably between 13 and 16, um, I was also doing quite a lot of ballet. So initially it started as a way to improve my calisthenics technique. Um, and then I found that it's like, oh, I actually really like this and I'm actually kind of good at it. <laughs> um, and I think, yeah, for a while there, it was very much like if I'm going to put all my effort into ballet, I won't be able to continue with calisthenics. Um, or likewise, or not really likewise the other way, I would say, because you definitely can do the ballet as the extra for Kelly. But um, yeah, it definitely was a question. And I think probably more so because obviously there are careers in ballet um, and you can go on stage and perform for a profession. Um, I think that was probably the pull that ballet had for me. But um, in saying that now I'm, there is a career in calisthenics. I'm working at the Calisthenics Victoria office um, in sport development. So developing new programs for uh, younger kids to get involved um, in calisthenics in a different non-traditional kind of way. Um, so I feel very grateful that I'm one of the few that actually does get to have a career in calisthenics. Um, what would be your favourite age group to coach in calisthenics? Uh, I definitely think juniors is a great age group to coach. So the girls that I'm teaching now, as I said, they're just uh, absolute sponges in the amount of information that they can um, take on and use that to improve themselves and, and really find their passion. And who supported you mostly through calisthenics? Was it your mum? Was it females, males? Yes, yeah, so definitely mum. Uh has had a major part in supporting me um, and also my sister. So we're very lucky that uh, we all get to go off every week, um, you know, in the same car and we get to go to class together. Um, my sister's my teammate and my mum is one of the coaches of our team. So um, I definitely think my experience in calisthenics would have been quite different without them and their support. So I do feel very, very lucky to have had that experience with them. Um, with the office job, how did you kind of – get that job like yeah um well so let me think um probably a few years ago that were just quite like bogged down with lots of um extra admin that the staff um 
was just like struggling to keep up with. So they were kind of like, I just overheard someone talking, being like, oh, we need, um, you know, like someone just in here, like, you know, like a couple of days a week to just like help. Um, and I was like, oh, I can do that. Like I can, you know, like it's not that far from where I live and it's also not that far from, you know, where I was working at my other job at the time. Um, and I was like, oh, it's calisthenics, so whatever, like even if it's boring, like it's still fun. Um, so I just kind of went in very casually a couple of days a week and was helping with, um, yeah, some admin tasks. Um, and then a couple of months after that, the structure of the business changed a little bit where there became a role for an admin assistant as a proper um, role. So I guess at that time I was questioning whether or not I would leave my current job to go because I would have been going from um, part-time 32 hours to uh part-time 15 hours at Kelly Vic. Um, but I kind of decided that that was what I wanted to do. So I went for it and I got it. Um, so I did start as um, administration assistant with 15 hours a week. Um, probably after about eight months or so, those hours did end up going up to 32 hours anyway. So it didn't really make much of a difference. Um, and then from there moved into the sport development assistant role when it became available um, and now working as a sport development officer. So very grateful to have had a fair bit of growth within my role in Kelly Vic as well. And um, outside of calisthenics, uh, with your hobby with makeup, um, how many, like what do you exactly do at what was it? Morphe? No. Mecca. Makeup. Makeup. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so, well, I'm just a regular store host. <laughs> just a store host. Um, but my experience before I worked at Kelly Vic, I worked at Kiki K for uh, probably be about three and a half years um, and definitely found a passion for customer service um, while working there. So, I love to be able to really use those skills when I do work at Mecca um, and all of the customers are always so lovely because they're so happy because they're coming to get makeup and skincare, which makes you happy. So, <laughs> um, yeah, very beautiful customer base that we get to deal with and, um, yeah, that's basically it, customer service. <laughs> yeah. um, do you have any other pets, anything else you do outside of calisthenics? Yeah, I have um, two adorable little Pomchies, so Pomeranian Chihuahuas. Um, they're so small and so fluffy and they so cuddly. They love a cuddle um, and, like, I just love them so much. Oh, I just can't. Uh, like, I'm like, oh, I always say goodbye, you know, that kind of thing. Um, any other hobbies, interests? Um, probably not really, I don't no. think. <laughs> no, mainly calisthenics. Um. What's your name of your two dogs? Uh, so Alfie and Teddy. Uh, so Alfie's a little, um, it's got a little ranger dog. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Teddy's just a cute little cream. They're brothers. So they're, yeah, they look the same, but different. They're different colors. Yeah. That's all we have time for today. Thank you. To, thank you, Julia Doig, for coming on. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. No worries. Thank you so much. Live from Marta Christie College. In Melbourne, Australia, you have been listening to Be Like Her on Live at Mata. My name is Stephanie and my co-hosts today were Viv, Alicia and Ellie. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information today useful. Until next time, have a good day. Celebrating female role models across our community, live from Mata Christie College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Be Like Her live on Live at Mata.